Hey, welcome to the Create a Life That Is Beautiful podcast. I'm your host, Letitia Ringe, and this is the space to be for high vibe people looking to create a beautiful life and business. Let's do this. Hello, my beautiful friends. Welcome back to the podcast. I am Letitia Ringe, your host, and a big happy new year to every single one of you listening in right now. We're in a new decade and it's 2020. This just blows my mind every time I think about this because the last decade for me was just huge amounts of growth. I mean, at least half of that decade, probably a little bit more than that, I spent completely distracted being in a career that I really didn't love and completely disconnected from my full power, for sure. Although there were, of course, moments where I was owning that power. And so when I think about the next 10 years and what is possible for me to create now that I am aligned with my purpose, I'm, I've created something that's truly incredible. I have an amazing business. I have an amazing life. Currently, I'm supporting my partner while he takes at least six months off. And I did this. I get to help people. I get to make a difference and an incredible impact on the world. I've created a business that works for my body and my energy and uses my zones of genius. I get to connect with incredible people all the time, just like you listening right now. And this is just the beginning of this story. So when I think about the next 10 years with all of that foundation behind me, all of the power that I feel, I am just in awe of what is possible and where I'm going to be in 10 years time. And then when I take a moment to reflect that this goes beyond me, right? We are all connected and we are all reflections of one another. So when I think about the light that I'm shining in the world and what I've created, I then think about that light magnified so big and so huge as I tune in to each of you who share this space with me. You have all created so much just to be where you are right now in this moment. All of the decisions that you've made to date to get you to this moment, even the ones that you think were really silly, they have all been so valuable and so important to take you to this moment right now, where the possibility for you and what you're able to create over the next 10 years and the rest of your beautiful life is huge. It is unlimited and you are tapped into that. And that is something to celebrate. So I am so excited to see all of the things that you create over the next 12 months, the next 10 years and the rest of your beautiful life. And I'm so excited to see what I create. And I'm just every single cell just wants to vibrate right now with so much love and appreciation when I think about all that we're creating together. So I just wanted to kick today's episode off with this beautiful thought and this beautiful image. Share in the joy with me. We are so lucky to have the awareness that we do and to be to have our minds open up to the unlimited potential that exists for all of us. Even though your mind might be saying, hey, the things that you want aren't possible, the fact that you can even desire it or dream it means that some part of you is on board and open to the possibility and potential for yourself. And that is incredible. So I also want to let you know, my beautiful friends, that this is the first episode of the year, 2020, which also happens to be airing on my birthday. So as I record this episode today, it's not my birthday yet, but when you hear it, it will be. So I just want to take a moment to let you all know that and also to celebrate myself. It's my birthday and I am really proud of myself. I'm so proud of all of the incredible things that I've done for myself to get me to this moment where I am today. I really don't know where I got it from, but when I think back to 2015 
and my past self who was sitting in her job as a lawyer that she didn't love and where she felt so undervalued and unappreciated and disrespected in so many ways, which of course was a reflection of the way I was treating myself. And I think about that leap I decided to take when my partner Lou came home and said, you know what? I think we should move to London. Let's just do it. We've both wanted to do it. We said we would do it someday. Now's the time. It's the perfect time in both of our careers to do this. You want to change. I want to change. Let's just do it and see where it takes us. I had a life that I loved in Sydney at that time. I mean, I thought I loved it, that is, because I only knew what I knew. So I had so many amazing friends. I was on a path in my job, even if I didn't love my job and I felt unappreciated and disrespected, I still had a good path, right? I was making great money. I had a path that was set out before me where I would be promoted. I would probably stay at that firm forever, become partner eventually. And, you know, I'd been there for eight years already. So that's most likely what was going to happen. And I chose to give all of that up because of this discontent that I felt in that moment, I knew that that was my opportunity to change things and that this was my opportunity to find what I understood to be my purpose, which was something I had wanted to align with since the first time I learned about purpose when I was 17 years old. The story I've told many times on this podcast when my Society and culture teacher, Dr. Hamilton, who I still keep in touch today, explained Maslow's hierarchy of needs and what self-actualization was. Little Letitia there sitting in the class who was like, I've got to say, I've always been an incredibly intelligent kid and particularly at that time when I was learning about it. And I just thought that is where I want to be. How do I reach self-actualization? And I saw that aligning with my purpose was something so important, being aligned with my unique contribution in the world. And so I wanted to uncover that from that moment. And I took the best steps I thought were the best steps, at least at that time. And then over the next however long it was uh, to align with that purpose. But in 2015, when I was sitting there in a job I'd been working in for eight years and realized that, hey, this still doesn't feel like it, that was a really big step to take. But I did it. And that changed the course of my life. And then when I think about in 2016, at the end of the year, when I had discovered what I wanted to do, I knew I wanted to be an entrepreneur. I knew I wanted to help people. I knew I wanted to be talking about and speaking about self-development. And I knew I wanted to learn how to be a great business owner and to help other women find the confidence and freedom to create a career that actually used their unique skills and empowered them to create a career on their terms. I decided in that moment that 2017 was going to be the year that I did it. And so to support that, I decided I needed to remove something from my life to create space, to shake things up. And so at that stage, I was in New York. We'd hide out a flat in the Lower East Side of New York in Manhattan And I said to Lou, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to quit alcohol for an entire year because even though by that stage I wasn't binge drinking all the time like I used to do, alcohol was still a big part of my life and it was, I was like operating at a subpar level. I knew it was below my hundred percent. And so I knew that just by taking out alcohol, that would buy me so much more time and space in my life and so much more energy and mental clarity. So I decided to commit to 12 months without alcohol, even though at that stage, the only amount of time I'd managed not to drink alcohol was like a month. And that was super hard for me to do. It was hard for me to go even without a weekend without drinking because I felt so much social pressure, even though of course that pressure was just coming from me in my own mind internally. So within three months of the new year, I had quit my job. I decided, you know what? I was just going to go all in. I had saved up enough of an of a nest egg to be able to support myself, not earn money for for the amount of time that I knew I needed. 
And so I was just going to go all in, focus on this business and yeah, just make a complete go of it. I do not know where I got this confidence from my friends, but I was so confident that this was the right thing for me to do. And so even though, of course, I had my doubts along the way and I suffered with immense guilt when I stopped earning money because I had from 14 years old always earned my own money and paid for my own expenses. And suddenly I was taking out of our savings, taking out of the money I had invested into our future to support me create a business that I didn't even know how it was going to pan out. But I really believed that this was the right thing to do. And thankfully, my partner also believed that it was the right thing for me to do. And if not now, then when was it going to happen? This was like the best time for us to do this. So I had a lot of confidence at that time. And I am so proud of my past self for making those decisions to take me to where I am today. Because just like two and a half years later, I have a business that fully supports me, is now supporting and repaying the favor to my uh, partner, Lou, and which allows me to live in all different locations. I've lived in London and Australia and Cambodia now. I've still continued to travel the world over the past three years while I've been building my business. I've learned so much. Like I taught myself how to create a podcast. I taught myself how to create a YouTube channel, a blog, how to create online courses, how to create group coaching programs, how to do it, be a great one-to-one coach, how to get better and better and better and better and better. And importantly, as I'll talk about more in today's episode, also how to create wealth in my life. So that is something that I want to take a moment to just celebrate today because they are huge things. And as I sit here and think about my birthday, which I think is just the perfect time to reflect, I am really proud of my past self and the leaps that she's taken to get to where she is today. And so I want to take this theme and use it, this idea of taking a leap with today's episode, because actually just yesterday I pulled a card for myself and I got the take the leap (laughs) card, which is like my favorite card to pull. And I knew that the episode that I wanted to share with you all today was something that I've wanted to do for a number of years. It was an episode that I heard on my favorite podcast at the time and is still one of my favorite podcasts, The Lively Show with Jess Lively. She did an episode on things I'm afraid to share with you or afraid to tell you, something like that. And her vulnerability in that episode was something that really struck me. And it was actually a really important episode for me. I still remember where I was. It was when I was in New York that I listened to it. And in that moment, it's when I decided to, to take some really big leaps and make some huge changes in my life and, and commit to living a life differently to the way I had been taught, which is why I was able to entertain something like giving up alcohol for a year when it was something that no one I knew was doing. Like everyone was really freaked out when I told them, which seems so silly now. So anyway, I digress. The title of today's episode is Things I'm Afraid to Share with You and where we're heading in 2020. So what I'm going to share with you today are the things that I am truly afraid to share with you, or I've at least been afraid to share with you because I guess I'm not afraid anymore because I'm doing it right now. I'm going to let you in on those things that I've been most afraid to share with you all. And then because of that, you'll then understand why I'm heading in the direction that I'm heading in 2020. And I want to bring all of you with me. All right, my friends. So 14 minutes into the episode and let's actually dive in to what I'm afraid to share with you. So the first thing is that I have really big dreams, or at least my mind thinks that they're super huge. And so Even though, of course, I have always been aware of what those dreams are and I'm allowing myself to think even bigger as I go along and especially every single year in my business and I share those dreams with Lou, but I don't share those dreams with many other people. I keep them to myself 
And so when I was thinking about what am I truly afraid to share with you, like how can I bring this intimacy that we create here in this space of the podcast to a level even deeper so that I can start a conversation with you all that is straight from my heart? This is the first thing that came to my heart. I am afraid to share just how big my dreams are. And recently, my incredible coach had me do an exercise where she got me to stretch my big dreams to 10 times their size. And it was an incredible exercise because I realized that I was limiting my dreams, even though they felt huge. These dreams that I had were actually truly bigger and probably even bigger than the 10X that we got to. And so I realized And I guess it's been percolating in the back of my mind since then that I really don't share what my dreams are or how big they really are. And this got me to realize that one of the ways I'd been holding myself back is I was afraid to really own just how ambitious I truly am. So I was using the word devoted in a um, in a training that I was at in November, and I was talking about how my devotion is something I'm really proud of. And I realized in that moment that although I am devoted, the real word that I was afraid to use was ambitious. I'm ambitious, and I had a problem with being viewed as ambitious. And so I wanted to really explore that within myself then, right? Like, why am I afraid to be ambitious? And I realized that it's it's this collective and I think intergenerational um, subconscious program that so many of us women have that we can't be too big, that we definitely can't be too ambitious. Actually, Gwyneth Paltrow has a really great interview with, I think it's the New York Times conference. Anyway, I'll link it in the show notes for you all about you know, ambition was something that she viewed as a dirty word as well back in the day. So ambition is something that we are primed not to be as women. Like if we're ambitious, then that's something that's just not cool. And you know what? I am ambitious. I have huge goals and part of those huge goals and that huge dream, like I really believe that I can have an impact on the world like Tony Robbins has, like Marie Folio is having. I, my coach calls me like the next Marie Folio (laughs) and that's a reflection of my dreams. And that's something that I've been really scared to share, that this is something that I want and a big part of those dreams are also my financial dreams. And this is what I want to focus on today because I want to make a lot of money. And over 2019, I spent the entire year learning, implementing, and practicing making money, creating wealth in my life and in my business. And this led me to quadrupling my income. And over 2020, my goal is to quadruple that amount again. And so that's what's led me to be able to support my partner, take at least six months off. Like I am the sole income earner here. And it's what's led me to create the business that I have today. But it's something that I've really if I'm truly honest with myself, have been ashamed to admit. And the reason that this is a scary thing for me to admit is because I really felt that to my clients and to you all listening to this right now, that you would see me as greedy, that I would be less if you saw that I care about wealth. I was also scared of being alienated. As I mentioned before, I was scared of being seen as too ambitious. And so I was really afraid of what people will think of me. And as I've discovered along my journey, and I know that this is a reflection of my own perception. So it comes from within, not without. When you change your perception, you change what you actually see. I really felt that women were the harshest critics here. It's that in Australia, we call this tall poppy syndrome. So I felt like the bigger I got, the more other women would alienate me. 
and the more other women would judge me for being ambitious, for making a lot of money. And that was something I really wanted to avoid. Now, if I go beneath that fear, I can see that this is really a fear of my own success. The only reason we layer these, this fear of our own success with our judgment of what will other people think of me and, you know, that they're judging me and that, you know, they're going to, I'm going to be left out is because we really fear that we won't belong to our circle anymore. Right. And that is not a truth. It's just, that's a belief. So if you ask yourself, well, why would I believe that? Why would I choose to believe something that doesn't support me in being successful and belonging to the group that I want to belong to? The only answer to that can ever be is because I'm actually afraid of my own power. Like why else would we believe that? So although for you listening on the outside, you probably don't see how I'm holding myself back because you just see what you see. And I do talk about money and I have spoken about being able to create more money and helping people with that. And it is a part of what I do, but I have held back in ways that you haven't seen. And it's because of this fear of my own success. And the reason we know it's fear of our own success is because what I've then done is simply self-sabotaged my own success. Now, of course, success is a word that means different things for all of us, but I know that unless you're willing and able to claim what you want in life, you're sure as hell not going to create it. I also know that by me dimming my light does not do any favors for all of you listening to this right now, even if it's just a teeny tiny amount I also know that this has led me to limiting my perception of what's possible for myself. And so with my own coach, when we spoke about, okay, let's 10X what you've just told me here. I was like, what? I have permission. Like this is what my mind is thinking. It's not necessarily conscious how we limit ourselves until we have someone point out how we could go even bigger. And this is the power of coaching. This is what I do for my clients. So when I had this beautiful coach, who was able to hold space for my bigness and encourage me to go even bigger. This was an incredible moment for me because for the first time in a space with someone else who isn't my partner or myself, I really owned that I have huge dreams And part of those is making a lot of money in my lifetime. Like I want to be a multi, multi, multi millionaire and I want to be able to circulate my wealth into causes that I care about in huge ways. I want to have an entire team that works for me, who loves what they do. I want to be able to give other coaches jobs in the world. I want to be able to have incredible content out there that turns into amazing live events I want to write several books. I want to be able to impact the world and especially girls at school with what's possible for them when it comes to what they can create in the world and the wealth that they're able to create, but also on the connection and love and empowerment that can come just by understanding our bodies and our menstrual cycles. So when I was asked to go bigger with all of these dreams that I have, i I opened up to so much more than what I was allowing myself to see. And so part of the reason that I wasn't allowing myself to be seen in this way is because of those reasons that I gave you. But digging beneath that, when I ask myself, well, what am I afraid of? Why am I afraid of my own success, right? Like, why would I be afraid of my own success? What is the reason for that? Some of the answers that came up for me is that I was afraid of the responsibility. I was afraid of doing it wrong. I was afraid of what other people will think of me, that imposter syndrome again. And I was afraid deeply. And I think that this is at the root always of this belief that I'm not deserving of this. So 
hey, I'm human. (laughs) We all have the same mind and it shows up in different ways, but really it all comes back to the same for all of us. And I want to share this with you all now, because as we go forward in 2020, I am not holding back anymore. And part of my mission is to now share with you all and to share with as many women as possible how to create wealth and how to create that through your business, right? How to generate it yourself. And so in order to do that, I have to talk about money and I want to talk about money. I don't want to be someone who thinks that having money is greedy, even if this is a subconscious belief that I never really wanted to have anyway. So I'd love for you to reflect on right now, as I talk about this, what are your beliefs about money? And do you look at other women and judge them for having money? Or do you judge yourself for having money? So then dialing it back a little bit, over 2019, I mentioned earlier on in this episode, I made it my mission that I was going to focus on learning how to make money in my business. And this is because throughout 2017, so I launched my website, which just consisted of like four blog posts and my website with my about page, my story and my homepage. That took me like four months to create because for most of that time I was feeling really guilty that I had left my job. And so I started looking for another job and I was traveling and I was doing all of these things, not doing what I needed to do, upper limiting myself and self-sabotaging. So then in July, I launched my website and then it took me another couple of months before I offered anything. And that was a pro bono offer or it had a very small price tag attached to it. And that was before I started my coaching series. And so I coached about four people uh, in that, that pro bono offer. And then I didn't actually offer anything that was properly paid until 2018. And so I thought I was doing that right. And I actually thought that I was stretching my comfort zone in a lot of ways because one, I was offering something before I had the certification, even though I was a hundred percent comfortable, I had the skills and coaching has been some part of what I've done in both my uh, career as a lawyer, but then also definitely as a consultant. And I, so I felt like I'd stretched myself in so many ways and that's what it feels like at the time, right? We think, Hey, I am doing a lot right now. Like I am real, like, this is amazing what I'm doing, but it's only with hindsight that you see that actually you could have been stretching yourself even more. So if I was to go back, which is why I've created create your beautiful biz, which is my signature coaching program for those of you who are starting a business or looking to create your strong foundation to make your difference and thrive. I have set that out in a way that you can do all of this over two months because the way that I did it was not the way I would do it again. And I would definitely be offering something immediately in my business because there's no reason why you can't. And so then throughout 2018, I stretched myself again in so many ways. I launched this podcast. I created a group coaching program and an online course. I did my one-to-one coaching throughout the year and I was working with entrepreneurs like most of the people that I worked with all were wanting to start a business too. And I knew that this was an area I really wanted to help other people with. And so I created so many things. I was nominated for I mean, I was selected as a finalist for three awards by the end of the year. And I had not even graduated from my coaching academy for, I graduated in April. So in November, I was selected as a finalist for those three awards. Um, so however many months that is, I had been making money and I thought it was great. But really, when I reflected on where I wanted to go, it was it was not near where I wanted to be, Right. And so at the end of 2018, in about November, when I realized I had this fear of my own success, I decided that's it. In 2019, I'm going all in and I'm going to learn how to make money in my business. I'm going to try a lot of different things. We're going to see how it goes. And I'm going to own my real desire, which is to support women in business, create their beautiful businesses. So at the start of 2019, that saw me launch Create Your Beautiful Biz. I significantly upped my prices because I was charging way, 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 way too low. 
And I uh, and I also ended up running a mastermind. I won an award. I was selected as a keynote speaker for my coaching academy. I've I've moved across the world and done just so many different things throughout 2019. All the while, massively up leveling in this area and not through the actions I was taking, although they are a result, through changing my beliefs and working pretty much exclusively for the past at least 13 months, just on my mindset. So I tried many things. I failed at many things. But as I got to the end of 2019, which is where we are right now, but now we're in 2020, I have now surpassed the amount of money I was making as a lawyer. Isn't that incredible? And so that was only two years from the date that I actually started charging for what I do. Pretty incredible. I've quadrupled my income in a year and I'm now set to quadruple my income again over this year. And I will be working on my belief in order to do that. So right now, of course, my mind does not believe that I can create the money that I want to create. But throughout the year, using my mindset plan and all of the tools I teach there and in Create Your Beautiful Biz and everything I've been sharing with my one-to-one coaching clients along this journey and in my mastermind, I will be upping the ante again because the number is actually irrelevant. It's completely neutral and we can create whatever we want. So I have this big dream and it's going to get even bigger next year. And the next year after that, it's going to get even bigger. And I'm going to do it all in a way that feels aligned to me. Some of the time it's going to feel like I'm hustling. And that's because my mind is going to be self-sabotaging because I'm not going to yet believe that it's possible for me. But I know that. And so I can have the awareness and I can point that out and I can instead look at myself with curiosity rather than judgment. Okay, so I wanted to share with you over the last 12 months some of the truths that I have uncovered and then we'll wrap it up here. So the first truth that I have uncovered is that in order to make money in your business, you've got to focus on making money in your business. Don't be like me. This was me in 2017 and 2018. I really believed that the money would just come. I thought, hey, I'm in my element, I'm doing something I love, I'm aligned with my purpose, I'm helping people, the money's just going to come, right? No, the money has to be a primary focus, it has to be like a primary measure, we'll talk about this later on the podcast, and it has to be something that you really treat with respect, it has to be something you value, and it has to be something that you develop the skill of creating. I couldn't just expect myself to know how to create wealth when throughout my life, yes, I'd earned good money as a lawyer, but I had received that in employment. It's a bit different. I needed to learn how to create that myself and create that when you've got all of these mind barriers that are telling you that's too much. That's, you know, not enough. Are you good enough? Like all of the things that happen as as a creator and as an artist, as an entrepreneur, when you're using your your gifts and sharing that with the world, we just immediately say, well, like they're, they're not valuable. So I had to learn that I needed to make money a focus. And so that's what I did. I also needed to learn that less is more. Now, this was a really hard thing for me to learn and I didn't truly learn it throughout the year until the second half of the year. Less is always more. This is something that I heard so many times throughout even the years leading up to deciding I wanted to be an entrepreneur, but I just ignored it. I thought, nah, I'm just going to create all of the things that I want. It's not true because every single, like, Every single content medium you have, every single social media platform you have, every single offer you have, they're all requiring your attention and they're almost like separate 
entities, right? So then you suddenly have all of these different things to pay attention to. If you can focus on just one thing, which is what I teach in Create Your Beautiful Biz, less is more. It means that you can put all of your attention and focus on that one thing rather than distracting yourself and ultimately just self-sabotaging like I was doing to myself. So 2020 is me releasing a lot of stuff, right? I'm just focusing on business for 2020. Now that doesn't mean that I'm not going to focus on something else in the future. I'm a manifesting generator. I've got lots of different interests, but right now, and my promise to you is to only share what lights me up. And so at the moment that is business and it's helping other people not only create a business that allows them to make a difference and thrive spiritually, emotionally, energetically, physically, creatively, but also financially. And now because of the way I focused on my financial growth, I'm able to support people in a whole, a much more up-leveled, expansive way. And it's only going to keep getting better and better as I go along and keep up-leveling myself. So less is always more. I also stopped distracting my attention with all the things I was wasting my time on, like overthinking, overthinking everything. I'd spend so long thinking about how can I manage all of the time zones of all of the people I coach in the UK, in the US, in Australia, in the rest of Europe, in Asia, like in South Africa, like all over the place. In the Middle East, how am I going to manage all of these time zones? Doesn't actually matter. It never matters. You'll always figure out the how. I was also distracting my time with figuring out my pricing. That was something I did less of throughout 2019, but it was definitely something I was doing all of 2018. I was also spending a lot of time thinking about my niche and my ideal clients. Again, that was something really from 2018 but it still crept up every now and again in 2019. And I realized that it doesn't matter what the niche is. It's actually the least important thing to do. And so this is why in Create Your Beautiful Biz, I provide a very simple way to approach this question. It also meant I was wasting my time with worrying, with doubting myself, with feeling confused. And all of these things feel so real at the time, but what they lead you to do is not taking the actions you need to take to actually make money. And guess what? When you make money, you're also serving your community. So I have learned how to get really honest with myself when these behaviors are creeping in to call it by its name. Hey, I'm just scared of my own expansion It's all good. I can accept that within myself and then I can move forward in the way that I really want to. And I know how to do that simply using belief tools. I also realized this year that I don't actually enjoy traveling so much. So I've just traveled so much this year and that's incredible. And I've, that's actually something I'm also afraid to share with you because so many of you I know would love to travel more and that's how I used to feel. But truly, I believe that we can all travel if you just prioritize it. So I've traveled so much over the last five years. It was, it's been one of my top priorities. I chose to travel rather than investing into saving for a house. I decided, hey, I want to travel right now while I want to do it. So I'm going to do that. And so I've invested my time, energy and finances into traveling and it's been great, but now I don't want to travel anymore. I've realized that traveling actually gets in the way of my business. Like recently I went on three trips over three weeks and it was just way too much. We're just taking advantage of the time Lou had off. Uh, He's doing a volunteer lawyer role at the moment over here in Cambodia. It's why we're here. And so I come back exhausted and then that affects how I'm able to show up in my business, right? Which this is, this is a serious business. There are lots of things to do. It requires lots of love and nurturing. I want to be able to have that security in my base and in my energy so that I can show up in an amazing way. So for me, over-traveling is actually self-sabotaging. And rather than trying to keep all the balls in the sky and juggle everything, what I'm now saying is, you know what? I have limits and boundaries around my traveling because these other things that I want are more important for me at this time. So I also want to just stress here a couple of other things that 
I'm, I was afraid to tell you. And that is when I won the award at the Beautiful You Coaching event in March of 2019, I didn't believe that my name would be, would be read out. I was literally in a deep sweat. <laughs> and when I had to get up, the other thing is, is when I delivered the keynote at the awards, I thought I was a complete imposter. I forgot everything that I knew. I couldn't even prepare for the speech. And there have been many times throughout the year that my mind thought it knew better and it came up with elaborate excuses and justifications on why I didn't need to do something that I had already decided I was going to do. Actually, that's another way, like redeciding decisions you've already made before. That was another way I'd love to waste time. And so that's why when my clients would tell me, hey, uh, actually that thing that I wanted to do, uh, I don't want to do that anymore because of X, Y, Z, I was able to say, um, okay, and they would tell me it's from a place of alignment. This doesn't feel aligned anymore. I was able to say, hey, let's just just check yourself there. Let's not believe the story. Let's look at, like, if you had the result, would you be making this decision now? And if you ask yourself that, usually the answer is no. So I just want to share all of this here because I want you to know I've had many moments over the my throughout my business journey and even throughout 2019 while I've been up leveling massively financially where I've been doing things that are just a bit wild, right? They don't make much sense and it's because I've been freaked out as I've been up leveling. I've gotten sick, like right now I have a cold. <laughs> I've gotten sick about 4 times this year, which like previous years I wasn't sick at all. And it's all because I've been up leveling, right? And my mind and my body is just getting used to the fact that actually I can be a multi-millionaire and it's going to be okay. And so I'm working my way towards that and I'm doing it through my beliefs. And this is leading me now. I do talk about mindset in Create Your Beautiful Biz, but I'm now adding a whole entire module dedicated to exactly how you need to tackle mindset in your business in order to sell and to make money. And I'm also adding an entire module on selling. So there's going to be six modules now, and I'm so excited. The next, the Create Your Beautiful Biz, a live round is going to be opening soon. Make sure if you want to learn how to make your difference and thrive in business and create that solid foundation to do just that, make sure you check that out and join the wait list at LetitiaRinge.com forward slash create your beautiful biz, or you can go to slash CYBB. So I also, the last thing that I want to let you know, or actually there's a couple of things. I now believe that ambition is sexy. And actually the people that I really want to work with are people who are ambitious, women who are ambitious. I want you to reclaim this in yourself. If you're like me and saying, hey, I'm devoted to my work, I'm looking at you as well because you're really ambitious, right? You've got to be ambitious. Otherwise, why would we show up for this work, right? The other thing I really learned was that like my mind kept thinking it had a better idea about how to do things. And so when life delivered me ways to reach my goal, sometimes I would be like, no, I'm not doing that. I want to do the way that I've already planned. Another act of self-sabotage. So learning to surrender to what is showing up is actually super important. And by the way, surrender is actually active. You surrender by taking the action down the path. That's what you're surrendering to, that there is a higher, like someone else has a better idea than what your mind has right now. So for example, I surrendered, like I had so many people signing up to work with me one-to-one, even though I was actually thinking of like having a, you know, a hold on my one-to-one for a while while I was focusing on some other things I was doing, my group coaching programs. But I had so many people who were just flowing to me. And especially while I was on holidays that I was like, whoa, okay, life has a better plan for me. And I'm so glad that I did that because this last round of my one-to-one coaching was so incredible. I've loved it. Absolutely. And I've realized just how important it is. And so that's why I'm so excited to be starting in, uh, by the time this, yeah, it's the next week. So by the time this episode airs, I kick off our first week of my 2021 to one coaching program on the 13th of January. And by the way, there are some places still available. So if you want one-to-one coaching and you want my support, 
believe me, this is so invaluable. If you really want to up the ante when it comes to money, you need one-to-one coaching support so that you can learn how to see and manage your mind because it's always your mind that's getting in the way. It's not the strategy. It's not the actions, although I can help you with so many of those. And you also get enrolled into Create Your Beautiful Biz, which means that you can join the live round and you can also join every single other live round and Create Your Beautiful Biz and always have that group support. So if you want to know more, go to LetitiaRinge.com forward slash coaching. And you've got until the 10th of January to book in a consult call with me, which is an application call to talk more about that. So make sure you are looking to see what life is sending to you, what opportunities and ideas life might have that you haven't yet thought of yet and surrender to what is actually showing up and surrender in an active way. We'll talk about, we'll talk about this concept more on the podcast as well. Now, last of all, and finally, the thing that I want to share with you that I'm also afraid to share is that as I did my review Uh, I did another review recently. I do lots of reviews at the end of the year, just keep narrowing in, focusing, focusing, focusing. As I did my last review, something that I did with Lou while we were in Malaysia, in Penang, we were sitting across from each other at this awesome vegan Japanese restaurant. And I said, let's go through the different areas of our life. This is actually something I'll be sharing with you more about um, in a training that's coming up. So stay tuned to the end so I can share that with you. And as I was talking about with him, all of the, how I want to feel in the different areas of my life, I noticed a common theme and what came up as my guiding word for 2020 is secure. And I think that this is really interesting and a past version of myself would have been like, no, don't, don't choose secure. But what I have discovered is that freedom and security are really one and the same thing. Like we see them as conflicting, but actually they are mirroring one another and, and they mean the same thing. Like you feel able to be free, to open up, be vulnerable, take risks because of the security that you have beneath you. It's all about the way you look at it. And the only reason the security feels great is when you have the freedom to explore other ideas and things in your life. So there's always this like beautiful balance and dance between them. Anyway, the way that I want to feel in 2020 is secure. And that's across like most areas of my life. So that's why I am feeling so drawn to just having my home base and setting that up, nesting into it, creating all of these really great financial patterns for myself, creating great health patterns for myself, feeling secure in my relationships with other parts of my business. And that is okay. I think I'm telling myself this as I tell you all, which leads me to one last thing. (laughs) There's always another thing that I am next moving back to Sydney. After all of my resistance towards Sydney, I've decided that that is where I would like to live for the foreseeable future. We may be moving on somewhere else, but right now living in Sydney feels super exciting. I'm actually going to be returning to my old apartment that I lived in before I moved to London, which is an amazing apartment and it's just incredible. It's in Alexandria, which is near Newtown. It's just an awesome area and I'm so excited to set up my office there, my business. I'll also be able to have events there, which is super cool. And I'm so excited. So stay tuned for more about Sydney. And when I'm returning, I'm in Cambodia for about another month and then I will be back in Sydney and I'm super excited. Life has a funny way of working out. Okay. So that is everything, my friends. This is what I've been afraid to share. I am ambitious and ambitious is sexy. I've got big dreams. I'm going to be a multi, multi, multi millionaire. I cannot wait to create all of the things that I have in mind. I want to make a lot of money. And now 2020, this podcast, as far as I can tell at this stage, is going to be very much focused on supporting you 
with like all of the podcast episodes are going to help you make more money or make money in your business. This is I now the way that I look at business is that the one measure we have to look at is money and everything we're doing is getting you to create money in your business. So if you want to learn more about that, like I said, there's the one-to-one coaching option. Create Your Beautiful Biz is coming up for enrollment as well. However, what I want to let you know right now is that I have a training that's coming up. Make sure you're subscribed for my emails so that you get like notice of this in advance of the podcast. I have a training coming up. It's called Your Best Business Year Yet. It's a 90-minute masterclass. There's going to be two dates and times available to take into account different time zones. And what I'm teaching you here is how to approach your business and your life in a holistic way. So you're capturing everything that you want to really make it your best business year, but also your best life year as well. And I'm also going to show you how to create a guide for exactly what you need to do. So a roadmap for you and also where what you need to work on and overcome in order to create everything that you want in your business. And also because the way we do business is the way we do life in the rest of your life. This is going to be held on Zoom, not in the Make a Different Soul Tribe. So go to LeticiaRinch.com forward slash trainings and make sure you register for that masterclass. If it's calling you, I highly recommend you do. If you're one of my current clients, I also recommend you also join that as well. And I want to let you know of one other training. I'm just going training mad in January because I know this is a time we can all tap into this collective energy and I want you to make the most of it. So in the following week or like a fortnight, I can't remember exactly what it is right here on the spot, but I'm also running another training and it's called how to create a business you love and make money. So if you want to know about that, it'll also be under the same uh, URL, LeticiaRinch.com forward slash trainings. Make sure you sign up for both of them if you want to go to both. And I recommend that you do as well. And let's make 2020 our best year yet. All right, my friends. So happy birthday to me. I'm so glad that I've shared this with you all. I'm so excited to see what 2020 brings and to keep learning, to keep growing And I'd love to hear what your top takeaways are from this episode over on Instagram at Letitia Ringe. And if you know someone who would love to hear this episode, you know, it will just activate them so much or at least make them feel like, yes, someone actually gets me or you think they'd be interested in one of those trainings. Make sure you share this episode with them. All right, everybody, I'll be back with another episode very soon. Lots of love. Hey, if you're ready to create your very own purpose-driven business too, I invite you to check out my online program, Create Your Beautiful Biz. You'll learn how to create a business that allows you to make your difference and thrive using my signature feminine essence framework. Just head over to www.letisharinge.com forward slash CYBB. Let's make creating a business beautiful. I'll see you there.